Hello everybody and welcome back to Spudcast episode 12. In this episode we're going to be uh, doing the quarter, my Champions League quarterfinal predictions with a special guest Jack Caffrey. Jack, how are you doing? I'm good man, how are you? I'm good, good. Are you uh, looking forward to the Champions League? Yeah, I can't wait. There's some juicy results or some juicy fixtures coming up, like some big teams and some like not so big teams in the quarter so can't wait to see what's going to happen. And how are you keeping Jack yourself? Yeah, I'm good, yeah. Just, you know, getting along, screwing off. Looking forward to the final on the Wednesday, so, yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, big rugby final for you against uh, Fintons in the, is it the Father Godfrey? Yeah, Father Godfrey final in uh, Belvedere, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Pretty nervous. But, well, I wish you the best. I wish you the best of luck in the final. Cheers. Alright, well let's just j- jump straight into it then. <clears throat> uh, and the first game is Benfica v Liverpool, which is, it's going to be a big game uh, for Benfica. It's it's actually the first leg is in Benfica, so obviously there's some there's some big fixtures, but the fair to be, to be to, sorry, to be fair with Benfica, they did knock out Ajax. So what's your, how do you think this game's going to go, Jack? I think, obviously, coming up against Liverpool, like one of the biggest clubs in Europe, if not possibly the biggest, you know, like, they just have to knock out a very promising Ajax team, like, you know, it's been a it's been a good run for them, but I don't think they'll be strong enough to beat Liverpool. So, do you think just, obviously with the signing of Diaz now for Liverpool, it just gives them that extra squad depth, you know, having that extra option as a winger, I mean, I could go through their forwards, I think that they've got six forwards they could really play, they could play, they have got Salah, Mane, Firmino, Jota, Diaz and Origi, that's six options, but so they've got so much squad depth. So, do you think it's going to be a trashing, or do you think it's going to be a tight enough game in Benfica? I'd say they'll put up a good fight, like, you know, they won't go out without a fight. Like, Liverpool, you know, the quality squad depth, like, they're, like just their quality is just incredible. Like, they've Salah, Mane, now Diaz. I, I think it'll be an alright result, I'd say they'll win by three or four, maybe, yeah, in the, in two fixtures, I'd say they'll win by three or four. And uh, obviously, Nuno Mendes is a really up and coming, yeah, great player for Benfica. Do you think he will have a shout in this game? Maybe grab a goal if he could. Obviously, he uh, was he was he's been brilliant for uh, Benfica this season, scoring loads of goals. He scored a few in the Champions League. Do you think he will have any contribution in these matches? I'm, I'm sure he will. Like you know, Liverpool defence hard to break down, rock solid at the back, but. You know, he could grab one or two, you never know. Him and Darwin Nunes, who scored against Ajax in the last game. Like, you never know what can happen, but, like, you know, I think Liverpool's strength will just do it for them. Yeah, obviously Liverpool, six, I think the six or seven time winners of this tournament, like, they will they will be buzzing to obviously get through to the next round. So, I'm going to go with Liverpool to win. Are you going to go with Liverpool to win? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'd love to see a Benfica upset, but, you're, like, you never know. But Liverpool will win. Alright, so the second game there. Now this is a this is my opinion is a is a big game. Man City v Atletico Madrid. Obviously Atletico Madrid knocked out Manchester United. Obviously United are on incredibly bad form and are just <clears throat> not playing great at the moment. But this game to me, I think there could be an upset in this game. Like I know that sounds a bit kind of mad, but Atletico Madrid, the way they play, they're they 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 get a goal and they sit back for 60, 75 minutes and actually on the counter attack. And I just think this game could go either way, in my opinion. What's your view on it? Yeah, 100%. They have the likes of Luis Suarez, Joe Felix. Like, Suarez, 13 goals this season, and like he hasn't been starting every game. 
like that just shows like coming from Barca he's done so well already but like you never know like City just quality like all over the pitch no real weak link like incredible squad depth like uh, I see City winning but I say Atletico will do really well like you never know yeah obviously the sort of way Diego Simeone sets up in a very defensive format we saw that against United where obviously it took United 80 minutes to get a goal through Alanga but his defensive, yeah, he's a great manager, and I think people people disrespect him a lot for maybe not <clears throat> maybe for his style of football. But it, look, it's not the most interesting style of football. But at the end of the day, he gets results out of, out of it. If you know what I mean, you know he gets these big results. So do you think it's going to be a tough game? Like, do you think obviously the first game is in Man City? I think I think in the first leg it's going to be a I think it's going to be a draw in the first leg. Yeah, I, f- I feel if City don't put this bed early, Atletico will try to draw it out and just, like you said, catch them on the counter. You know, get those goals to Joe Felix or whoever it is. Like, Atletico, they're really strong. You never know like what they did to United. It's obviously good even like both of United fans. But, you know, I, I see it as a tight, tight fixture. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, obviously a very tight fixture. But it, when you read the names of Man City, like De Bruyne... Bernardo Silva, Foden, Ramirez, so many names. Just even with the squad depth, Man City could rotate. Obviously, I heard, I think Ruben Diaz could be injured for this match, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, I think he may have an injury because uh, he was left out of the Portugal game on the international break due to injury. So that could play oh, another. Yeah. That, sorry, that could play another uh, factor in it. And obviously, Liverpool have got, or uh, Liverpool and, and City have a huge game on Sunday. So City have got a tough run of games coming. So. You think City to edge this one? Just edge it? Yeah, so I see City edging this by one or two. I'd say overall, just their, their sheer quality all over the pitch. Like I said, no, no links whatsoever. Like, you can't really pick one out. But, yeah, no, I see them winning by one or two. Yeah, I, th- I think they'll just edge it. But, uh, obviously, Pep Guardiola, he's won so much since he's come to City and... The Champions League has been on his agenda to win for so long, and I think this is the season they really need to win it. Obviously, they they bottled it last year when they should have won it, but this is this is the year he has to win it because obviously Man City have no history in this uh, tournament so far because they obviously haven't won it. And I think if he wins it, it just you know it'll just finish off his brilliant reign at Man City. But obviously, he's a world class manager; he's won it twice already. But I just think, uh, do you think Man City can win this? Do you think they need to win it just this year? Yeah, I feel like if if they don't win the league, I think they're definitely gonna look forward to the Champions League. Like the league, the Premier League right now is so tight at the top. It's so hard to tell who's actually gonna win. Like one win, one loss could be the making of it. But you know, I think their eyes on the Champions League. They have the quality to do it. I think. I think they they have a good chance of doing it. But yeah, we'll have to see. Guardiola will definitely want it this year. Yeah, obviously, huge, huge game for Man City coming up, and they really need this Champions League I think because if you look at what what they've won they've won everything really but both the Champions League and I think they're already an outstanding team but I think if Man City win the league in my or the Champions League sorry in my opinion I think they're gonna the players are gonna step up another level and obviously if they were to like to get the likes of Haaland in the summer or a striker like that they could just go and win everything they could win a quadruple next season because they've got a good enough team but obviously one thing I just want to talk about the striker what do you think about Man City playing with they play with false nines, but they don't actually have an out-and-out striker. What's your, what's your view on that? Yeah, like you said, Haaland, that would be a huge signing for them. Like They play the likes of Sterling, Foden, like them up front. They're not really 
Like, that's not really their main position. Up, like, target man up front. Like, they need someone like Haaland. They were looking at Kane last season. But, like, yeah, they definitely need a striker. I think that's the one position they need to improve on. Like, they have the, like, Foden, like I said. He usually plays out in the wing, sometimes in the midfield. But, sure, yeah, they need someone to... Someone, like, some target man up front. They need to sign this season, I think. You like, they've obviously got players you can contribute to, you know, to 15 and 20 goals per season, but you really need a striker that's getting you 20, 30, 35 goals a season. And that's what Haaland or the likes of Kane will get you. Especially if Kane came into this, or if Haaland came into this league, I'd say I reckon he'd get 40 goals a season just because of, he's unbelievable. And Kane is a complete striker, and I just think he would suit the Man City style of play. But, anyways, the next game, the third game, is Villarreal v Bayern. Now, I think this is quite an interesting game because obviously in the first leg between Villarreal and Juventus, it was 1-1 and Villarreal then went and battered Juventus 3-0 in the second leg. And then obviously uh, Bayern Munich uh, drew 1-1 with Salzburg in the first leg and then they won 7-1 in the second leg. But this game, obviously you'd probably favour Bayern, but this game in my opinion could go either way because Villarreal are a very well, very well organised team. What's your, who do you think is going to get through on this one? This is going to be a tough battle. I agree, but you know, Bayern, such a well rounded team, filled with big names. Obviously, big man Robert Lewandowski up front, 43 goals this season in all competitions. They've just got such a good like midfield defence attack. I don't see Villarreal beating them, but I say they put up a good fight. Like, we know as United fans what they did in the Europa League last season to us. Like, you never know what they could do, to be honest. Yeah, one player I want to talk about is uh, Dan Juma. I don't know if you've watched them. But he's a really, really good winger. He's scored a good few goals. He's been in great form. Uh, obviously, he's a, he's a very tricky winger. And he was a bit of a problem against Man United. You know, he gave Diego Dallo a really tough time. So, do you think he can get into the game? Or, obviously, they've got other great players. But, I think him in the... I think he would be a huge factor in, obviously, Villarreal's play. But, not just that. I think the way uh, Unai Emery, he's the manager of... Uh, Villarreal at the moment I think he could get a result obviously it'd be very tough but you know they, they do like to sit back and they are, they're they a good team on the counter attack I'm just wondering with the maybe Lewandowski obviously unbelievable striker but do you think there could be an upset here I, I don't know I just have a weird feeling I have a weird feeling yeah I, I 100% agree like Iron when they're good when they play well they put like like what they did last game against Salzburg, they put seven, five, whatever, how many goals they want on teams. But you never know. They have the odd bad game where they don't play to like their standards, and Villarreal capitalise on that if Bayern don't play to how they want to in this coming game. But I'd love to see an upset, as as we all would, like supporting the underdogs, of course. But I don't see Villarreal getting past this Bayern team. No, I don't. I think they'll beat them by three or four goals in the second leg. I just, I don't know, I sometimes, I'd love to see Villarreal upset, but um, I don't think it'll happen. So, do you think Bayern will win this comfortably? Yeah, comfortably, I'd say three or four. Fair enough. So, the last game, and I think is the biggest game of this quarterfinals, is between Real Madrid and Chelsea. Now, this is, this in my opinion, it can go either way. Obviously, Real Madrid knocked out. Uh, PSG with the Benzema hat trick that was unbelievable. I think he got a hat trick inside seventeen minutes. Now this is gonna be this is gonna be in the biggest game between these two teams. H- who do you think is gonna win? Because there's obviously so many brilliant players on the pitch. 
God, like, I don't even know. Like, it's so hard to tell. Like, Chelsea, obviously, title or uh, championship holders from last year. They'll want to, and of course, obviously losing to Brentford in the Premier League a couple of days ago. Like, they'll, 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 they'll bring the fuel to the fire this game, like, after that disappointing result. But, obviously, Real Madrid, Benzema, Modric, Vinicius, Junior, like, Benzema just showed his sure class in the last game. Hat-trick, like, obviously... It's gonna be such a tight game. It's honestly too too close to call. Like it'll be such a fine margin. But honestly, I think Real Madrid edge it. Like they they have momentum after knocking out PSG, who are arguably, you know, the the favourites for the for the Champions League with the players like Messi, Neymar, all them. But yeah, I think Real Madrid win it by maybe possibly one, two goals. Yeah, obviously, Benzema, oh, outstanding striker, and he's really starting to come in to being a leader in that team. Obviously, Real Madrid have won this the most times out of any other out of any team. They've won it thirteen times. They're they're like the the Godfathers. Of, I think that's the term they use in Champions League. They're like the Godfathers of this cup. But um, there's so many different matchups on the pitch. Like you've got some Vinicius Junior and Benzema's link up play is unbelievable. But then you've got the midfield link ups between Modric, Casemiro, and Kroos. But then if you look at the Chelsea midfield, you've got uh, Kante, you've got Kovacic, you've got Jorginho. So there's some really good matchups. On the pitch, I'm just wondering why Chelsea might lose this. Is because obviously the Roman Abramovich situation is quite serious with the club. Obviously, he does he's not the owner of the club anymore. Obviously, because he's had links to Putin and obviously all the war that's going in going on in Ukraine, which is it's a serious thing. So, do you think that could be another factor? Yeah, I actually saw things saying online that a couple of players taking wage cuts until the problem is solved, butcher. They, they want to keep that out of their head. They want to focus on the game, like the big game ahead, you know, for Real Madrid Giants and football. But as you said, like the matchups all over the pitch are crazy. Like the amount of world class players in this game, it's just immense. Honestly, like the Chelsea attack almost good as their defence. I think that their defence even might, might possibly be better than the attack. The likes of Rudiger, he wasn't afraid to go forward. Like he saw a screamer against Brentford, which is unbelievable. But they, the likes of Tiago Silva. Veteran in the game, came from PSG, steered the ship, like very big leader in the in the Chelsea squad. But yeah, nah, I see Real Madrid get just about getting the win, but it'll be a very tight matchup. And do you think, obviously, do you think Real Madrid can go far in this tournament? Obviously, they've won it so many times out of any other club. But what I wonder is the situation with Lukaku now. This is a big one because Chelsea have got, I think. They bought Werner for 50, 60 million. They obviously bought Lukaku better for 100 million. So they have 100, I think it was between 50 and 80 million that they bought Werner for. So they have got around, oh, they've got over 150 million worth of strikers on their bench. So do you think Lukaku has to play in this game? Obviously, he's been in, obviously, he's not lived up to the expectations of what he was brought in to do. And I think with Werner, is Werner just needs confidence. And I think he can become a really good striker. But do you think Chelsea, I think Chelsea need to play with a striker in this team? against this Real Madrid team because they need, they're going to need that physicality up front. Obviously, Kai Havertz can play as a striker, but I just think the, with Lukaku up front, just with the experience he has in the game, he no, he could get a good result. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think they'll definitely need Lukaku, like his physicality. He's a bigger friend than Werner. He's not as fast, not as agile, but he can. he's got a boot on him. Like He's very good in the air, very strong, very powerful. I think I don't know if he'll last the whole game. If Werner doesn't start, I'd say he'll come on for Lukaku at some stage in the game. But obviously they have Havertz, the likes of Pulis, 
Pulisic, Mount, all them surround them so they can link them up, link up with them, give the link up play, and support them for goals or whatever. But yeah, I think Lukaku will be pivotal in this game. Yeah, he will be. I think just up with the physicality with the likes of Militao and Alaba at the back, which are the two very physical defenders. But I just think with the obviously the problems going on at Chelsea. Just the thing with Chelsea, I don't get is they buy strikers and the strikers never seem to be settled there. You know what I mean? I mean they bought, but they they brought in they brought in the Kaku and Werner obviously, and both of them haven't lived up to what they wanted to. And um, but there's been a pattern with Chelsea strikers, if you know what I mean, of them struggling at the club. What do you think that is? Do you think it's just that Chelsea have always been a very kind of defensive team, if you know what I mean? Well, obviously with the likes of Terry and those great defenders they have have had. Why do you think strikers struggle so much at the club? I think it's, it's possibly used to. It's probably because of the amount of combinations they have in the team. Like they can't get used to a certain amount, play, a certain amount of players that play week in week out around them. Like obviously with Lukaku, he had the thing a couple, couple weeks ago, couple months ago anyway, of like saying he wants to go back to Inter, and then Inter not wanting him back, and then all the Chelsea fans were mad at him. So that would have probably that would have decreased his confidence a good bit. Like, obviously the fans booing him which is shocking like, but you know I think he'll, he'll find his form like he, he was already started the season he did well then he had a lack of conf- he had a lack of confidence dropped off a bit but I, hopefully he can come back in this game I'll tell you Tan if he if he, if he does if he does the job who knows he could do what uh, uh, Benzema did against PSG he could step up but uh, what's your prediction so are you going for a Real Madrid Real Madrid to the going through to the next uh, round, or are you going with Chelsea? I'm saying I'm saying a, a one all draw goes extra time, and then Real Madrid win it an extra time. That's what I'm feeling. I just think it'll be too tight of a game to call in the ninety minutes. But I think Real Madrid probably bends well Vinicius in the later in the later game, later part of the game. I feel like that'll just clinch it for them. So just to confirm, you're going Real Madrid true, Man City true, Liverpool true. And Bayern true. Yeah, that's it. That's it. There, so, so some big names going through into the semi-finals. That that's going to be big. Some a bit, obviously, I'll do a podcast prediction video on the semi-finals draws are made. But Jack, it, it's been it's been great having you on, man. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate having me on. No bother. So, guys, that's going to wrap wrap up this podcast. Uh, like I said. Uh, Jack, thanks so much for coming on. It makes the having a guest on just makes it so much more enjoyable to listen to. And Jack, anything you want to say? No, I just want to say thanks for having me on. Hope, I wish you know I'd win this. Uh, we're still in this, but obviously can't be. But I don't know. I think I'm rooting for Madrid this for the to, to get to win the to win the Champions League this year. All right, that's gonna wrap it up, guys. Then and obviously Jack, good luck in your final on Wednesday. Um, obviously, I'll be there cheering on the team. Uh, and I hope you win. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys.